Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I am one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. See next to me on the couch is your other host and my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. What's up? Everyone answers. Yeah, yeah. I'm weird. sure that they answer, yeah. Well, I'm fine. How are you? And then people just get weird looks. Like this fucking kid got weird looks every time he talked to himself and does his Man. Own movie. Man. Yeah, you shouldn't recommend, you shouldn't nominate movies anymore. I'm going to take this away from no, you. No, no, that's not fair. We're, we're, we're going to have to watch it anyway. Might as well get it out of the way so we don't have to worry about watching it later. It's not my fault you bought a pack that has this movie in it. And I like to relate the movies that I nominate to what we've watched or seen. And this has the same shitty actor as a... Uh, the MVP. We're getting way ahead of ourselves. Okay, sorry, sorry. Way ahead of ourselves. He should have ended his career at doing E.T. I think He it pretty been, much did. I think it would have been a better choice for him. He pretty much did. It's July 8th, 2018. Welcome back to the podcast, if you're new here. Every single week, we watch a random movie or a nominated movie from our massive movie collection. We talk about it after we talk about our lives. And we hopefully are funny and have a good time and try not to yawn throughout it because our lives are just tiring and miserable. Okay, so this weekend, how many hours of sleep did you think you... You've had since I Friday night. Couldn't tell you. Friday night to today to Sunday, I probably had maybe, probably eight hours of sleep yeah. the whole time. Maybe, maybe it's been. I didn't even get a nap this weekend. And something's been an experience, so not much going on. Had a uh, one hell of a a week. I'm glad we're gonna be like. Hopefully, you know, we're still going to be ahead of schedule. Our timeline's all skewed because I haven't even edited last week's episode yet, but we did it, like, I feel like almost like two weeks ago at this point. I don't know. So it's hard to say, like, what's going on. By the time that you're hearing this, hopefully for the next episode we record, we'll have movie reports for you in the actual theaters because we had the opportunity to do that here this week um, because of a doctor's appointment with Jillian taking advantage of, of that. Both being off in the middle of the week. We'll also have more at the worst case. We'll have more at the end of July. Yeah, once my um my mother is come and gone. For um, two weeks. At the house, not like in general. Um <laughs> I don't think you have to add that part. Just in case. But uh and also I'm currently watching something on YouTube, which will actually be perfect for when we get to another movie here very, very soon. Um that cool. I'm, I'm finishing to watch. But um despite all that, yeah, Friday night. Uh, everything's going swimmingly. We're actually, um, the only thing we have watched is Glow. Oh, yeah, I watched the Glow documentary. And we watched 
the first and second seasons on Netflix. Yeah, I'd already seen the first season. Um, I saw some of the first season. Very, very excited to binge the second season, so we did that Friday night. Uh, watched all of it. Watched all but two episodes of it. Stayed up to like one thirty in the morning, um, which was our own damn fault. Yeah. And then the next day, we managed to cram out the rest of it. Was that last weekend? That yeah, was this week. I don't even know. No, I'm pretty sure that was last week. No, that was this week. Because we watched the Glow documentary. Yeah, but I saw it was, Yeah, but that was the previous week because we were talking about it on the 4th of July. Because I wasn't working last weekend. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oi. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this weekend, why we're confused, our kid keeps throwing up. <laughs> yeah, Jillian woke up at. Sometimes she wakes up in the night and you hear it on the show when we have to edit out. She wakes up in the night, she wants her pacifier, go upstairs to give her a pacifier, and there's just vomit everywhere. She threw up in the night. Like chunks of unprocessed food. I'm sure people want to hear that on this show. They don't, they're, they don't, you don't have a spoiler ahead. You don't have anything like that. She's just laying in her own barf. No, she was just standing up. And her yeah, but she was, was covered in barf. Covered in barf. So nothing like a twelve thirty bath, and then this morning, I'm I'm like in bed, like here taking care of the baby. I'm like, man, I got like another like half hour, forty five minutes, and I say, Chris, I'm covered in vomit. <laughs> like she's she's vomited all over me. Please, I was feeding her her cereal in my chair on the couch, and she just vomited everywhere. Poor little thing just got a little stomach bug. She wasn't eating much yesterday either when we went to another. Fucking birthday party for children that Get don't understand the concept of what a birthday is yet. Um, so yeah, so she's just been weird all day. So we've been dealing with that. <laughs> we're tired, and then you know, for you fucking people, we had to watch this godforsaken movie. That's so uh, rude. I don't know why I'm like. Why are you so mad? Right, give me two minutes. I'm tired. I don't want to go to work this week. Okay, but you have to. I mean, come on. People don't want to hear that. People don't want to hear you being. A piece of shit on this show. They want to hear. They tune in for for humor. So try to lighten the mood and be funny. Sure. <laughs> I don't have anything at the moment. I'm going nuts. I'm going crazy. So for those of you who are new here, we have a lot of movies. A lot of movies. So we um take we have all of them in a box. We take terms drawing from the box or nominating back and forth different movies and my movies I like to have a through line I like to ha- relate themes or actors or things like that so I related actors and I nominated this because one of the actors in this was in E.T. which I nominated this after mind you normally our nomination uh, podcasts are like we do those pretty quick almost yeah because they're normally things we're really looking forward to watch and like they're going to be quicker and easier to do we've been sitting on this for like 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 two months, I yeah. feel like, at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's been a while. But this is in a 10-movie family favorite pack that I'm sure you bought for $5 at Walmart and that they, you couldn't help. Why did you buy this movie? Uh, this why pack? Why did I buy this? Uh, because uh, uh, it's a great question because yeah. I already own Cop and a Half. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're going to uh, have to watch it twice, technically. I thought the combination of Sergeant Bilko, Ghost Dad, and Ed was very funny. King Ralph as well is on this. So, um, yeah, there are three John Goodman movies. I like this. that Borrowers movie. Yeah. All right, uh, And cool. this one, so I had no, no idea what it was. You have no reason to own this. All right. 
Cloak and Dagger, Cloak and Dagger. is the, um, the movie you nominated it, which means that you read the box. Cloak and Dagger. Fantasy video gamer Davey, Henry Thomas, suddenly finds his imaginary cloak and dagger world has come to exciting and perilous life, and he must team up with his game's hero to defeat enemy spies. It's a very long run-on sentence. I thought that there was a comma there, but there is not. I mean, that sucks. It's not a mistake. I know it's not a mistake, but you didn't read it in, like, the right tone. That doesn't matter. Like right if that was the case, you would have messed up every single Like, it sounded time. weird because of how you yeah. were reading it. Because, also, it's this big. And also, it's one long run-on sentence. So, the Cloak and world has come to exciting and perilous life, and he must... Oh, yeah, that is very... It's okay. very awkward. Yeah, I'll give you that. Okay. It's just awkward. I'll give you that. So, um, the current total is, what, four to two? Uh, four for you, two for me. Yeah, four to two? Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. So yeah, so uh, had no idea this movie existed um, until you know. How'd you even know that we had this? Okay, so I had, funnily enough, gone upstairs. Well, I was like researching when we were doing ET. I was researching, looking up what all, some of the kids had been in and everything. Because um, no one really had a career after this except Drew Barrymore. So I was actually looking for Drew Barrymore movies, um, you know, which we sadly don't really seem to own a lot of. Oh, so so I think I nominated Ever After. You did. Right? And this. Because I, I looked at uh, Henry Thomas's IMDb and this was on there. I think this was the only other thing Yeah, but on how there. did you know that Cloak and Dagger was because on Because I looked at spine. this. Because on the spine I said, oh, what's in here? This might be like a blended or 51st dates or some other terrible Drew Barry or never been kissed. I didn't know. So I looked How at it. How dare you? And I looked How and I was like, Oh, think we had what those? are these? And then this cover of this cloak and dagger, when I looked, I was like, Oh, we have that. So that's how I nominated it. It was complete coincidence. Yeah. Total coincidence. So this movie it's a family. Came out in 1984. Yeah, it's an 80s movie. Um, man, I don't even know where to begin on this. What a weird film. It's just a weird concept. Very, very, not even a weird not concept. Not a weird concept. Weird, it, it just wasn't done well. It just was n- not what I was expecting at all. Especially because, okay, so can I tell you also why I kind of picked this movie? Because I saw it, I was like, oh, Cloak and Dagger. So we watch a lot of TV, all right? And there's always this commercials because we watch a lot of Freeform. It's the new, it's, they're Marvel characters, yeah. Yeah, we watch a lot of Freeform. It's a new Marvel Freeform show, Cloak and Dagger. Yeah, and so it's always, I was like, oh, maybe maybe it's like the movie version of what that was because I didn't bother reading what it was about. I was like, oh, maybe this is, you know, what that show is. Like, give us something to talk about. No. It is not. But that's also part of the reason why, because Cloak and Dagger has been on my mind because I see 17 commercials for it every day. Well, and also I feel there's a restaurant here in Orlando or the surrounding area. It's a game. It's a game place. No, yeah, there, there's a restaurant that's named that as well. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, I had no idea what to expect. And to be perfectly honest, like, I don't think I, I disliked it that much. It, it Yeah, I agree. Like, it, was, it was just so... It had meh. its moments. It, it had its... Like, it's a supposedly a family favorite kid a family favorite film yeah no but there are plenty of people just getting shot and killed in this movie man it's t- it's like the tone of it is always off 
Like, yeah. there's nothing whimsical. The mom's dead. Or fun about this. For, for, it's never said how. <laughs> we don't know. It's never said there's how. There's this ugly bl- blonde bitch coming in there's, now. There's no, like, warmth or humor to it at all. Yeah, so this movie, it's basically this Despite, kid. Despite, like, like, the whimsy score. Because yeah. it's still, like, trying to be, like, action yeah, or whatever. This, yeah, go this, ahead. This kid, he... It's a, it's like a big commercial for Atari as well. So like this <laughs> it was nineteen eighty four. Atari threw a bunch of money. Yeah, yeah. This kid's playing his Atari. They, he's got what figurines? Like he's a big old nerd. Big old nerd. He, he hey, hangs out. What's up, all of our friends who we play games with all the time? He hangs out at the mall where there's a flat out like gaming Yo, fantasy I lo- store. But that's where I would be now. Man, I miss malls, man. Like, we I go to the mall, you know, probably, like, once a month we go to a mall, and, like, they're not the same. Like, the Florida mall is great because the Florida mall is, like, variety, but, like, I miss my malls when I was a kid. Like, you go to the mall, and, like, sure, there's department stores, and there's stuff, like, your mom wants to go to and whatever. <laughs> we had KB Toys. You had Coconuts or, or Specs or FYE or whatever the hell you want to call it, like, your, your record store was. You had... Transworld Entertainment. That was the parent Basically, company. Basically, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if it, if it was forever, like in like the 80s no, it, and stuff. Well, it was. I worked for them. Yeah, but I don't know, like, I also think it was like regional, because I remember there was one no. up north that was called, I want to say it was like Coconuts or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, but you had like, yeah, you had like variety. You had like a movie theater in there, you know. And like, just even like seeing the smalls, like, oh man, it'd be so cool to just like roll in, and there's all these like adventure games, and, and this fucking nerdy Stan Rizzo looking motherfucker that owns it in the back, who gets killed. Like again, like this guy's just shot friend, in the head. This guy's just friends with children, and he gets killed because this because he's a pedophile. He's, that guy was not a pedophile. He was a very sweet man who does not deserve to get killed the way that he got killed because this one little twerp doesn't know how to not play his game because his mom is dead. Like this isn't a this this is literally next to uh like fucking Ed the Matt LeBlanc plays baseball with a champ movie no, in so, this in this package. Like I it's know. insane. But it it so, so, yeah, so he's like, probably, like we're all over the ocean. He he's uh into this fantasy world and likes like role play. What were they even going to that building for? Oh, like the guy like sent him on like a mission to like get him to like Sure. I don't remember. Like I think he went to go get him like some Twinkies or something. And oh, yeah, like, yeah, Twinkies. But then he say something about like, oh, also go to this building and like some smokes. I don't no, remember. I don't know, but they go to this building and the guy like this kid like witnesses like a murder. And then all of a sudden, Flacco Jacko. Jack Flack. Jack Black. Jack Flack. Jack Flack. His imaginary friend is there, and he's an asshole. <laughs> He is legitimately an asshole to this kid. He's a well, so he's a he's a character in the kids like video games and also like his like role playing games because that's how the movie starts. He is, has the figurine. Yeah, that's how the movie starts. As you see, you know, um, like this action sequence of Jack Flack just killing a bunch of people. You know, shoot shooting this uh, lady who in 1984 was supposed to be attractive, um, like right through the chest, and then it's revealed that it's just like you know fantasy because like the dice roll but like i guess to cope with the mom being dead the kid still imagines that jack flack is real um in like his day-to-day life and gives him advice when he's like doing these like role-playing missions and stuff i don't know but then he gets involved in like actual real world not real world but actual espionage and drama and is supposed to take care of this microchip that had 
what on it? Like an invisible plane semantic schematics? Yeah. Or whatever? Yeah. Cool. And then the next hour and a half are... are these old people these with old three fingers trying to kill this kid. Are all these people trying to kill this kid. And, and then this loud-ass blonde girl just getting in the way, fucking everything up. And then uh, his dad is Dabney Coleman, who's yeah. also Jack Flack. So and Jack Flack gets shot, even though he's an invisible friend. He gets he, he gets shot and and brutally shot and killed, like shot like twelve times. But then Bullet he comes holes back. Everywhere. But then he actually dies because like uh, he doesn't need him anymore. Davy has like a, he's grown up. His imagination has moved on. I don't know. It's basically like Inside Out, except they didn't shoot Bing Bong with bunch of bullets. Oh my god! Bing Bong was back. Spoiler. Like, Bing Bong just like fades away. Oh my god! Stop. Bing Bong and Groot are in the same same island right now, just chilling. You know, I purposely turned off Avengers when it was on earlier. Because it was at the part where Groot saves everybody and is such a hero and dies. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's what I meant. What did I say? You said the Avengers. I meant Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I I did not want to cry. Cry. Uh, And now you're making me cry anyway. Why didn't cry in this? It's just every single time. Every single time this movie had like a bit of momentum because, like I said, like I was expecting this to be like, like those like those normal. Fucking the kids' movies that are like slapsticky, like the villains are like bumbling, and you know this guy's got like gadgets and you know Home Alone stuff to like take the yeah. bad guys down. Dogs coming. Yeah, and it, it doesn't have that at all. No. It's just like actual like espionage. This kid and, shoots like, somebody. Like yeah. takes a gun and shoots. Yeah. Elliot from ET sh- like shoots. is directly responsible for two murders. Really, you can say like four or five. I mean, granted, they're bad people. But Doesn't, still. That's not an excuse. Yeah, he just shoots this guy right in the chest. Right in the chest, uh, shoots him. But, um, like, none of that happens. And, like, to me, that's, like, okay, like, cool. Like, it's not, I don't know what if I would find worse is, you know, like, this baby's day out sort of, like, <laughs> oh, fumbling, like, uh, schmoz fest for, uh, like, little, little, little kids or like this that I'm like, like what? who is this <laughs> who is this for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz like there is like some decent suspense like the boat scene where like he's like on the boat trying to avoid the two oh, guys yeah. that are chasing him down like he keeps like having to like maneuver his way around. And then he sits with these old people who and seem the old so people nice. who like seem so nice and they're and like then, are you in trouble? And it's like oh good like maybe these like yeah. old people are going to be and like And then he escapes the boat and you're like oh what ha- what happened to those old people? But then you see them again when they're in this when they're in the Alamo. Because this is in San Antonio, so the Alamo plays a part in it. Like, for this, like, drop-off. And they help him, and it's like, oh, good, these old people are going to be, like, the like the rescuers and the heroes. And no, like, they're the actual bad, bad, bad people. Swerve. Yeah, like, it was, like... It was a big swerve. It was a big I wasn't, twist. I wasn't anticipating But then that. still, I was like, oh, I don't want to see that. Like, this was fucking poor kid. Like, this I is know. one kid fighting... Two different groups of spies. And his mom's trying dead. Trying to end the world. And his now mom's still dead. he can't trust people who remind him of his grandparents. It's a terrible life. Yeah. And his dad just stuck at work. <laughs> and is there at the end to save the day. But then he thinks his dad blows up on the plane and is dead and he's crying. Now he's an orphan. He has nobody. And his dad walks through the fire. Yeah, his dad saves the day. Because Jack Flack. His dad, of course, is like an Air Force general or something. And as the old people... Are the only ones left because uh, our hero Elliot Davy in the movie has killed everybody else. <laughs> yeah, he's killed one guy who keeps who kept running through walls and doors <laughs> and punching things. and punching through things 
like hits a light post and goes flying through the front of a car windshield and then through the front of a storefront window. <laughs> and they make sure to like, because uh, they're trying to fight. Uh, he's like racing against time to try to help his little friend who now has like a bomb in her walkie-talkie. And she's going to the airport that's going to Mexico to stop him. If you're keeping up with me, it's amazing because I couldn't keep up with watching like it. How, but they, how, how'd she get through TSA, bro? How'd she get through TSA? She just went up to the, like, the front desk and was like, I'm looking for somebody. And like they just brought her in and like, they called her mom. I don't remember. Uh, but like they had like, a tight shot on this clock like the show, like, oh, man, the passage of time, which is totally fucked because, like, it's supposed to be an hour and all these things would have to take, like, four or five hours to happen. But, like, in the background, you see, like, this guy just, like, like covered in glass, <laughs> like, bloody as shit. I'm like, this is a kid movie, right? Something for everybody in this movie. Like, like so that happens. And then the second goon gets killed, uh, the, the, the Hispanic goon. Uh, who's, he, he gets shot. Yeah, so, but, like, the kid is directly responsible because, like, he has, like, some kind of, like, annexation of Puerto Rico <laughs> fucking, like, football play. Where, like, he's able to move. He jumps. He zigzags. <laughs> and then the villains with their stormtrooper aim, like, can't hit this little kid just running in, like, little S's. So when he zigs, he shoots his minion in the back, like, four times. And you see the guy just laying there. And Davey's like, I don't want to play anymore. And it's like, yeah, there's a fucking motherfucker sitting right there with enough holes in his back. Like, he just came out of the Matrix. And then... Uh, the like the what you think is like the big bad villain, Doctor Rice or whatever. Like they have like this Mexican standoff, and he's t- you know he's saying like because he's already been shot in the face with fake blood earlier because he had like a toy gun, but now he has the real gun from the other guy that his imaginary friend told him to get. This Davy's a fucking <laughs> psychopath. Um, oh, and he's driving the car. Yeah, he's driving a car every which way when he's in the back of the trunk with his uh, <laughs> his mall video game store friend. Shot through the glasses in the trunk. <laughs> and the guy's like, and his imaginary friend is telling him to shoot the guy. I know, and his imaginary friend is holding that guy's dead body off of Davy so it doesn't squash him. This movie is so then, absurd. Yeah, so, the, what did we so then he listens to his imaginary friend and he shoots the guy and he lands in the lake. So this guy this is a murderer. <laughs> this kid's a murderer. But then he's supposed to race to help his friend. So her walkie-talkie doesn't blow up in this airport. And so they get there, and then the old people have... Who put the bomb in the walkie-talkie? Dr. Rice. Okay. Because originally they were holding her over like a cliff or something. Yeah, yeah. Threatening to kill her, and that's when he got sh- shot in the face with the, the monster blood. Um, not the Goosebumps monster blood. <laughs> like the, It's called like monster blood on the vial. Um, but like the old people, uh, they have the bag that's got the game with the chip in it. They get through security. Man, let's talk about airport security in the 80s, huh? Whoa. Let's talk about everything in the 80s. Let's talk about the fact that there are three or four moments where somebody gets on a bus in this scene, and that bus, like... <laughs> Peels out. You could have a toe on the step <laughs> inside the bus, and if you don't have at least both feet firmly planted on them steps, that <laughs> fucking bus it. driver is gone. Uh, or, but have everybody were- you don't have 75 cents on yet, because get the <laughs> fuck off the bus. These goons were chasing the kids, and the kids jump on the bus, the goons are right there, and the bus pulls away. Like, that bus would have like waited. The goons could have put their hands <laughs> on the door, and the bus just goes. Jillian's affirming. I hope that wasn't her just barfing everywhere. Um, don't say that. Let's talk about uh, building security. Like, this kid has a fake gun... <laughs> And he's like role playing in the lobby of this of this building, and like talking and walkie talking to his friend. And this and this building security officer comes over and is just like, uh, 
Can oh. I help you, kids? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm looking for a Textronics. And he's like, oh, yeah, 7 4. What? <laughs> no. Nowadays, like, lay. Hey, let me get. Pre 9 11, get guys. the. <laughs> yeah, this was pre-everything. Pre-9-11. This was pre-everything. But yeah, um, in the airport, there's no no line for security. No TSA. It looks like there's like a metal detector outside of a theme park. Like, it's basically what it is. These people had a gun they dropped in the trash can, and there was nothing in... It made a clunk sound. Yeah. Like, it hit the bottom of that trash can. That's bullshit. There's no way there was an empty trash can in Well, the it was like 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night. So, like, they probably just... It wasn't even cleaned. Well, it means that they were probably just, like, they were doing their rounds. Might have been the last flight out. Oh, no, they had, like, a whole list of planes that were getting uh-huh. ready to leave. Uh-huh. I don't know a reason then. And like they walk through and then this kid just running around like trying to find people and then rolls up to this cop because there's no TSA back then or something. I don't know. He's like, oh, those are my parents. Airport police. And the guy's like, hey, can you folks come back here? That's not my kid. And he's like, yeah, I can come back here. <laughs> I just said it's not my kid. Like, I should, like, like, if, like, so let's just say. I got to pay my pants. Let's just say like five years from now. Myself. Say five years and like, we're like. For whatever reason, like our backs are turned, and Jillian's like, "Excuse me, that's my parents," and she's not pointing at us. Like the officer been like, "Hey, fuck off, kid." Not, "Hey, excuse me, can you stop everything you're doing and come back here to verify if this is your child or not?" Yeah, like that. Yeah, okay, absurd, absurd. And then, this and then absurd. these little old, this, these little old people then have to become like fucking Bonnie and Clyde, and like strangle this kid, and you know. Get, force their way into a hostage situation on this plane. Then they get a pilot who's his and dad. They're, de- they're dead too. Like that bomb, that they, they didn't get off that plane. They nope. blew up. Nope. They're not going to be in Cloak and Dagger too. <laughs> Funny story about those two people. So uh, they were a married couple. Mm-hmm. Of, I guess like film icons of like westerns and stuff. The man is former MVP of Married with Movies, Joe McIntyre. He was the MVP of The Rescuers back in oh. one of our very, very early He was the voice of Rufus very in The Rescuers. Nice. Yeah, I knew I recognized the name. Um, the only other name that I kind of recognized, well, not only him I recognized, but besides, like, the usual suspects. Uh, yeah, the more and more I talk about it, like, at the same token, like, I didn't hate I it. I didn't hate it. Like, it was, I didn't di- hate it was it. different because, I, like I said, like, I was expecting shitty jokes and... You know, and like it, it, yeah, it took itself way too seriously. Yeah, but not in like a terrible way. It's got a decent message about you know like a father and a son's bond. Sure. You know, and like your imagination. Sure. I it guess. was absurd as fuck. That's why. I mean, I just. I, I was Be just careful like, of your imagination because it'll tell you to kill multiple people. Yeah, I was just like, what is happening? I had an imaginary friend named Ghosty when I was growing up, and he never told me to kill anyone. Yeah, my imaginary friend Liz never told me to kill anybody it's either. It's really so. weird. I'm sorry. You had a imaginary friend named Ghosty. He was a ghost. Yeah, he, named Ghosty. That's re- that, that is I weird. I was like five. You named your imaginary friend Liz. Yeah. How old was she? Oh, she was like in her mid thirties. I think. <laughs> it was Liz Anderson, wasn't it? No, it's not Liz Anderson. <laughs> no, I think I've, I think I've said on the podcast, or at least to you before, uh, like on like local like Akron yes, TV. Yeah, she was like the weather girl. No, it wasn't the weather girl. It was they had like a kids corner like thing, and they had like events. And my mom would never take me to because she wanted me to be the man in the iron mask. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, can I go to this? I want to. I want to see she like wanted, Liz. She wanted you to sit uh, next to her in the movie theater. Yeah, I wanted. <laughs> I wanted uh, to go to like the Akron Zoo and meet Liz. So she's like, no, we're not gonna go do that. That's fun. <laughs> so instead, <laughs> so, so instead, <laughs> so instead, I've, there's been enough of that. So instead, I'd like have this woman be my imaginary friend. 
It's really sad, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess the concept of your imaginary friend being a, a living person you're not allowed to meet would <laughs> be pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like this kid. Like this kid imagines his hero being his dad, and I guess it's kind of like the same thing. Like he's envisioning it was like his hero. Some kind of like Peter Pan kind of hook kind of. What? Like hook in the movie Hook. Uh-huh. The dad is Hook. Is the villain? He's played plays both characters. Have you seen Hook before? Dustin Hoffman and Robin Williams are two different Not people. Hook. Jumanji. Jumanji. Jumanji is what you're thinking of. Yes. <laughs> I haven't eaten in three days. <laughs> no, yes, you have. You just had food earlier. Not really. Um, yeah, it's... Yeah, so, like, that that part of it... Again, like, it surprised me. Like, there were moments where I'm like, okay, this movie's about to pick up. And then, like, it would just make this, like, really, really wrong decision. Like, I didn't like the old people being in on it. I kind of liked the old people kind of being, like, along rescue, for the ride. Yeah, and, like, you know, like taking just kind care of, of him. Yeah, like, I th- or it's like, you know, like... Yeah, I thought that'd been fun. I um, I wish, uh, I wish like other things happened <laughs> to like lead to the villain's downfall instead of murder <laughs> from a child. <laughs> like that was also weird. Um, I wouldn't have killed Morris. Poor Morris. Like, like because they even like toy with it too. Like, so the guy's like playing the game and it's like finding the information out, and then Doctor Rice comes in and like he shoots. And, like, it cuts away, and then Davey comes back, um, and his fucking little girlfriend's there or whatever. And they're like, he's like, oh, Morris is a really smart guy. Like, he, he there's no way he would have gotten caught or figured out. Cut to, like, five minutes later, and, like, he's lifting up the trunk of this guy's car, and there's dead old Morris, <laughs> like, in the back of the car. And, like, Jesus Christ, the stakes but of this. But there wasn't a lot of blood. Just there was. When Jack Flack gets killed as an imaginary character, he's literally got, like, holes in him and they're just like spewing blood out That's of his true. jacket the guy that gets shot in the back has like four holes in the back of him That's true. like yeah like never mind there's a lot of blood like it was also it was definitely different you know because again i'm imagining this like this isn't a disney movie but like again i, I think family favorites you know this is probably right before there was a pg-13 rating like this is definitely more pg-13 than than anything um but like disney wouldn't do this in their, like, even their live-action movies. Nope. Like, nobody getting shot in blank check. Like, there's no m- murder in heavyweights. Like, <laughs> like this is, like, serious stuff. Um, was there anything you really, really liked about it? Any particular scene or... Mm. Like, I'm gonna forget that we watched this in the morning. Like, yeah. it's just... It's just like a... It's like a... This is gonna be, like, a good candidate for meh movie. It's like, I didn't hate it, but I wasn't over the moon for it. Like, I'm not going to make Jillian watch this, you know? like No. I I want her to think her imaginary friend has to take bullets. Right. Exactly. I'm going to make sure her imaginary friend is somebody that, you know, is just from her own imagination and not somebody that you've seen on television that you're like, I hope that person's in my life like me. Right. Exactly. Um, Well, we can get an MVP and LVP, I guess, then, if there's not anything else. We'll also, like... um, God, just the difference in time and culture. Like, I know. like, well, a lot of the stuff is still, you know, you figure like this stuff is still around, you know, like all, you know, we have plenty of friends who are into magic and D and D, and we've even like we we've played a, a round or two. Um, we love playing like tabletop and role playing games now with our friends. 
I just want to play this for you. I know. 11 years ago. I know. Because you were so against it. My, the, the re- not that I was against it, I just I didn't get the concept of it. I thought it was all, like, it, all this stuff takes way too long, and you can get so invested into it. What I prefer is the stuff we do with, like, Matt and Carly and Stephen Lally, where, like, you know, they're still, like, long. Like, they can be, like, an hour, two hours, three hours. But it's, like, you're actually playing the game. Not, like, everything I've heard is, like, you take hours building this character. And you take hours doing all this. And then you finally play. And then even when you do, like, it's just, like, this make-believe stuff. Sure. And there's still not even really, like, a winner or a loser at the end. Like, I'm a competitive asshole. So, like, what? at the end of it, i got to be able to know, like, who won and who lost. So stuff we do with Matt and Carly. Um, Carly and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Eh, I sneak, I sneak in there every now and then. Um, as long as you don't win, that's all that matters. I've won. Um, like, I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I put my note here, I was like, I'm just so glad that gaming is not that weird anymore. Yeah, yeah, but it's still funny that, like, those, like, like, that stuff is still, you know, alive and kicking, and of course, video video game culture. It's crazy how this, like, there's so many movies that you can watch from the 80s and even, like, the 90s and stuff, like, so outdated. Mm. And this doesn't feel, like, I mean, all the technology and everything that makes it yeah. up is Cloak outdated. Yeah, the game for Atari. But, but it still feels like, oh, cool, like, I, I, you can follow it, you know what I mean? Okay. So that, that part of it was, was okay, but, um, yeah. Oh, when is this movie, when is this podcast airing? This will air on the... 12th? No, the 19th. Oh. This movie originally debuted on July 13th, 1984. Oh. So we're kind of right This is almost there. a 25-year anniversary. No, 35-year anniversary of this movie. Nice. Um, MVP and LVP. I'll let you get it kicked off. I kind of have my answers for everything. I mean, I think Dabney Coleman did... did uh, did a good job. I love Dabney Coleman. I didn't hate him. He's not my MVP. Um, I I I liked it. Um, I think LVP is probably gonna be easier for me. Let's start with LVP. Uh, it's that that blonde chick, that Let's, Christina N- Negra. Ooh, gotta watch saying that. Negra. Kid actors, man. Kid, kid actors. We were kind of doing good with kid actors as late, and she brought us back crashing down to earth, like the. Like, the movie opens after, like, the like the fantasy sequence of, like, Jack Flack doing his thing with, like, the two kids in Morris's shop. And she's just letting her gums flap as loud as can be. Like, she's one of those kids that, like, doesn't have control over the volume of her voice. But she also is an act, trying to act, so she also doesn't have control over, like, the tone and cadence of her voice. So she's just being really obnoxious and talk, nah, nah, nah. My mom says, I've got to finish eating my breakfast. Yeah, you know what your dad said? Bye, because you're annoying as fuck. <laughs> and then, you, like, and then, like, her in the midst of all this, like, drama and seriousness and espionage, like, when, yeah. she's, being, when she's being held over a cliff and having a uh, walkie-talkie bomb in her hands, I'm like, at this point, I trust this movie's balls. <laughs> Blow her up. Blow this bitch up. That would be incredible to me. That would be so much fun, but it doesn't happen. Yeah, she was very, very obnoxious and loud. Um, so, yeah, she's definitely the LVP. I didn't have Dabney Coleman as my MVP. Really? I, I think he's I think he's good. I always like Dabney Coleman. Dabney Coleman is, is deceased now, correct? No, Dabney Coleman's still with us. He's 86. I thought I saw something where he died uh, recently. Um, 
I think like the Jack Flack part of him brought me down because like I didn't believe it. He was too much of an asshole. But yeah, also like, and they didn't delve into that too much. Like just gradually over like the course of the movie, like like Davy makes these little facers, these little like kind of comments, uh, you know, indicating that what Jack is telling him he doesn't want to do. But um. But yeah, like I, I just didn't think you know that part was good. I liked him as the dad. Um, I know who your MVP is. Who? You're gonna try to make it. What's his name? The guy who was punching through things. No, no. <laughs> Tim no. Rossovich. No, Tim Rossovich is not. <laughs> the That's guy who did, you're gonna try to make uh, it. So I love the '80s when, like, man, we need some big goons. Just get the dumbest football player you can find, <laughs> the shittiest mustache, and just punch through. That guy shit. made me laugh out loud at least two or three times <laughs> he because did. he literally just like would be, like run through these fucking doors or like no, no. punch no, through a window it? to unlock. It was like like they threw something into the window and like the guy was trying a different the other goon was trying to feel around for the yeah. door and then this guy's like at like the back door like the kitchen door looking at the kid standing there and just went and like like just jumped through the door and you just cracked up. You thought it was so funny. It's just very it's like unexpected. It's very unexpected and funny. Uh, but he played it real well. Yeah, he played it real well. No, it's that's not who I am. Uh, and also, like I said, I like Joe McIntyre and Jeanette Nolan, like the like the old the people. The old people, yeah. My MVP is Henry Thomas. I think he did a really good job as as again as a child actor emoting being very earnest, uh, playing it straight, and kind of having, like, this good energy. Like, I watched this, and I'm like, man, like, this kid is really good. Like, why did he not, like, get more stuff? Not to say, like, he hasn't been working. Um, do you remember the Law & Order SEO episode from, I think, either two or three seasons ago? So it's yes. a new episode. Yeah, That's, like, basically all. making a murderer, where, like, the guy gets out of jail, is exonerated, after all these years. And then does it again. And then and then ends up... Commits well, like, another crime. Yeah, well, well finally well, commits a crime. Yeah, yeah. That was Henry Thomas that played that character. Makes um, sense. That makes yeah, sense. and he's been in, like, he's been in, like, things and stuff. But I really liked him. I, I thought, watching this, I'm like, why wasn't this kid, like, the biggest star in the world? Yeah, because he's a little weirdo. <laughs> Why is he a little weirdo? What dirt do you have on Henry Thomas? I don't he's know. He's just about. a little weirdo. He looks like he's a little weirdo. He looks like me when I was a kid. Oh. Point? Maybe that's why I like him so much, is because he reminds me of me. Maybe. Um, but if you don't really want to go with him, I guess I'll. No, no, that's fine. We can go with him. No, I mean, like, if you really feel strongly another way, like, look, Mike Murphy, I love, you know, veteran character actor, good manager at SunTrust. Um, he doesn't do much. William Forsythe, another good, like, character actor who was Morris, um, you know, was fine. It really is a two-person race, but... It's fine. We could go with him. Okay. He's going to be a two-time MVP. Damn. Uh, our first child a two-time MVP, probably our last. Let me just confirm here. Yeah, we made an MVP of E.T., so Henry Thomas. It's been a weird year when Henry Thomas is a two-time MVP. Um... He's just really good at crying when things leave or die. Like, when Jack Flack is dying, like, you know, he's really sweet. Now, that part to me was like, oh, like it's like his dad. And even at the end, like, he's hugging his dad when he survives. Um, <laughs> uh, let's go back also to uh, another scene I didn't like is, well, like, when he finally gets home. Because he, he claims that somebody was murdered in this building. And, of course, the cops, like, you know, they can't find anybody. They don't believe him. Um, 
and the villains end up finding him because he threw his baseball that has his name written on it. Because what everyone, every kid did back in the day, got to write your name on your baseball so you know whose baseball it is. Um, like he gets home and him and his dad have like the mom's dead argument, you know, and his dad's not believing him and he lets him play the game and nothing comes up and he goes, you know, turn it off and he goes, I hate you. Typical like kid bullshit. And like 30 seconds later, he's like, hey, can I sleep with you? <laughs> Because <laughs> he's like scared yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's like, motherfucker, you just said you hate me. No, go sleep in the kitchen. Go sleep outside. Yeah, go sleep with the villains so they can kill you. So I can be this party swinging widow. What, what's the phrase for like a parent that's lost? Is there a phrase for like, you know, like if you were to die, it'd be a widow? Is there a phrase for like if your child dies? There's not anything like that. You usually got a dead kid. That's the, the word for it. I guess. I never okay. really thought of it. Well, I, no, so I wasn't sure if there was a phrase. I, I was saying, it. like, Dabney Coleman's like, I'm already a widow. Can I be a this, too? So I can just, you know, just sling my dick around and get back out there. I'm, I'll have to get back to you on Okay. <laughs> Don't Google it. That's <laughs> He's yeah, going to go to some dark places. So, yeah, so Henry Thomas is going to join the two-time MVP club. Wanted to update, um, update everybody from the last time we talked about this um, after the, the big old X-Men um, series that we had here. So Henry Thomas is joining the two-time MVP list. He's definitely um, sticks out on it, needless to say. Um, so I was wrong. Hugh Jackman is actually now in a tie all-time for first place with Bill Murray and Samuel L. Jackson at four. So it's Hugh Jackman, Samuel L. Jackson, and Bill Murray with four. And then people with three are, I believe, just Robin Williams. Yes, Robin Williams has, has three. And then everybody else has two. Um, a who's who. And Henry Thomas. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Those are our MVP and LVPs. Anything else on this movie? We kind of have this one. We've been going long recently because of X-Men and no, I think Tatiana and stuff. No, I covered it. Like... I don't. I didn't even know this movie existed, and I still am just like. Okay. You know. My why? life is no better and no worse for knowing that this movie is there. It did have a very like '80s like kid movie soundtrack sure. too, which didn't fit in with like all the murder. Yeah. And 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 tone problems, so um. It's score time. You picked it, so I scored first. It's a really weird movie to score. Um. I'm gonna. Give it, the more and more I talk about it, the more and more I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm going to give it a three and a half. Oh, I was going to give it a three. Three. So a 3.25 for Cloak and Dagger. I think that that's fair. It got like, it's, it's, it's hard to always gauge this stuff because it came out in the 80s. But yeah. 64% on Rotten Tomatoes. It got a couple like Saturn Award nominations because it's like adventure and... Um, like, you know, sci-fi and whatever. So, yep, it's it's done with. So we can put it upstairs, and then we'll have nine more movies to watch off, off of this family fun pack. Can't cool. Can't wait for those, let me yeah. tell you. All right. Nomination time. It's been a while. Um, I, I updated my list. I have a big old list of things that I want to um, nominate. Let me just give you a, a preview here visually so you can see like, all these combinations of things oh, I've wow. written down here. I'm going to go with one um, just because... Both of these, uh, they're recent films that neither that we didn't get a chance to see in theaters. I think we sh- could do for some comedy. Um, uh, it's night, so they're both night-themed. God damn it. My nominations are 
Game Night and Rough Night. Oh, okay, okay. Game Night. Game and Night rough came out night. literally just several months ago. Yeah, just picked yeah, it up yeah. at Target for cheap already. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rough Night was uh, last summer's uh, very bad things, but with females. Hmm. That I got for cheap on Black Friday. Let's do Rough Night. Damn it. Okay. Rough Night it is. Let's do Rough Night. It's not what I thought you were going with. I know I really want to see Game Night, but I feel like. Also, the through lines, man. We just did a g- games, and I picked games, and you didn't. Fuck your theory. Fine, okay, we should go with game night. No, 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 no. It's locked. You can't change your mind. I can. You can edit it out, and I, I can change my mind. No, I was making fun of you. I didn't care. I, I mean, I picked the other one because I still want to see it. I ultimately don't care. I just normally have one thing already in mind. I think I know you. And then you purposely pick the other thing. Yeah, I'm trying to. So I I'm seem try- like a jerk off. Yeah, I'm trying to keep a little mystery in this relationship. There's no mystery in this relationship. Our kid throws up all, all of us. I know exactly when and where you're pooping. I mean, like. None of those things. That doesn't exist anymore. Not seen this movie. Give me an expectation score that we keep forgetting on things. We do. I this did this got pretty bad reviews, didn't it? Um, well, maybe middle of the road. I think it was middle. Of the, definitely not as good of reviews as Game Night. Cool. I'm gonna go middle of the road. I'm gonna go with a, like a, a five and a half. I was gonna go with a six. Sure. I trust. I mean, this has got Kate McKinnon, Scarlett Johansson, Jillian Bell, like people who I I normally really like. So I trust. I trust in that. It got a mixed reviews. Okay. Mixed reviews. Um, so that'll be coming up uh, not next week. Next week will be our Shark Week special. So not anything we've drawn out of the box or anything we recorded. Next week, go ahead and let you know we're watching Jaws and Jaws 2. We actually watched Jaws. We watched Jaws uh, several Quite weeks ago, ago in Miami with um, one of our biggest fans and, one of, and Sam's best friend. Carly and her fiance Tom. Uh, sometime in the next couple weeks, we're going to watch Jaws too, and gonna... then we are going to try to Skype or or however we need to record with them, and uh, have them on the show to commemorate Shark Week next week, which is Carly's like favorite holiday. Yes, and then, that's and then we'll get and then we'll get back to our regularly scheduled programming here very very soon, which means we'll have to watch fucking Man of Steel. And don't worry, don't think I haven't forgot that Man of Steel is on the fucking doorstep of what we're doing here but um thank you for listening to this week's episode of married with movies we encourage you as always to check us out on arcadeaudio.net this podcast and the ones in our network of shows please subscribe to the podcast wherever you get them you can rate review um podcast there we'll share your reviews patreon.com slash arcade audio for bonus content across all the shows meant to mention, um, if you are a $5 patron of ours, of course you get bonus content. If you're not already a patron and you're not selecting Married with Movies as the show you want to support, uh, for $3 we have a Discord set up. If you want to just talk to Sam and I about movies, um, we have that set up. Jump on in there. We'd love to chat movies with you guys. be a lot of fun. Um, also, if you want to talk movies, you can let us know what you think of our nominations for the 2015 Mullet Awards at arcadeaudio.net slash the mullets. Voting is open, um, I believe we said through like the end of August, beginning of September. Um, go did. there, votes are already coming in, some stuff's already looking pretty interesting. 
um, from the, just the week that it's been up already at this point. And follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and MeredithMovies at gmail.com. Our kids have been making noise, but I haven't heard like a plow. So I think we're all right. I think we're good. I think we're good. Anything else, Samantha? Sorry for nominating shitty movies. But we have to watch them eventually. I mean, yeah, but the difference is that you see the box that we draw from. Like, the, the odds are low. It's going to be the next movie we draw and watch. If Cloak and Dagger is the no, next movie drawn out of the box, I will wax my asshole. Okay. That's like, I think you really want to get that, that done because you've made that bet like three separate no, times. No, I have not. Not just on this show. You did something for Podswoggle, too. I have, no, I have not. Too. You I've said something about your asshole. Fine, I'll bleach my asshole. I don't know what's better. I don't know either. I don't do anything with my asshole. I mean, so then it can't hurt. Asshole Nixon. I just drew and it was an yeah, asshole. Yeah, that's not funny. No. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. Why'd you say it like that I and make know. that face? You're like, I'm Ron Burgundy? <laughs> Am I going to see you again? Who, me? Yeah. I you never know. I might not wake up. Oh my God, don't say something <laughs> like that. Why would you say that? Yeah, because my imaginary Jack Flack friend is going to kill you in your sleep. I'll see you soon, Liz. I've always wanted to meet you. <laughs> That's sad. Oh, my imaginary friend says I'm the imaginary friend, which means I'm imaginary then. If he's right, and I'm really not sure that he's wrong, so I might be made of like the words to this song. My imaginary friend says I'm the imaginary friend, which means I'm imaginary then. If he's right, and I'm really not sure that he's wrong, so I might be made of like the words of this song. I got a friend named Pickles. His favorite food is mustard popsicles. He's got green hair and orange skin, and nobody has fun more than him. He's the sort of friend nobody can see. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.